Welcome back to Flatlining, Burnout in Healthcare. My name is Britta, and I'm a second-year PA student from Des Moines University. This time, I will be talking about the screening of the documentary, Do No Harm, that was shown at Des Moines University on September 26, 2018, and followed by a panel discussion moderated by faculty and students. If talking about suicide is something that is not healthy for you at this moment, please skip this episode and join me next time for a discussion on burnout and training. Here's the trailer of Do No Harm. Jumping off hospital rooftops, hanging themselves in janitorial closets, overdosing on drugs. They're A students, and their suicides are often like well-planned school projects. Doctors are our healers, yet they have the highest rate of suicide among any profession. Medical students and families of physicians touched by suicide come out of the shadows to expose this silent epidemic and the truth about a sick healthcare system that not only drives our brilliant young doctors to take their own lives, but puts patients' lives at risk, too. The film explored the archetype of the medical student who was overwhelmed by the increasing demands and responsibilities of the job and feels the pressure of the stigma against mental health care as a medical provider. It also highlighted how the system of training and working is unhealthy and promotes burnout with few options of coping and working through the challenges to become healthier. It included information on how residency continues to be a place in the physician training process where people feel the most tension between living a balanced life and having a demanding career. It was a very difficult documentary to watch, especially because the student who was followed in the film was from DMU and was there in the auditorium that day in September. He shared his story in the film about how he had attempted suicide in the midst of his clinical years in medical school, and that just making it to graduation was harrowing. It also included a check-in with him in residency, where he explained that he was compensated only 60 of the 80 hours he would work each week. The panel that followed the screening of the documentary was equally important as people asked questions and discussed how they have dealt with the stress of medical school and difficult times in didactic and clinical year. They talked about knocking down the stigma of medical providers seeking help for mental problems and also focused on self-health and wellness and how that is crucial to being able to treat patients. The film suggested several measures to decrease the stress felt in the training process This included pass and fail grading alone, taking courses dedicated to coping and wellness, decreasing the cost of medical school, and making changes in residency requirements for physicians. While this film specifically addressed physicians, the ways in which PA training mirrors medical training are striking and worth considering. While the time spent in training is considerably less, two or three years of training, depending on the PA program, versus four years of training and three plus years of residency for physicians, 
The medical school's two years of didactic training and two years of rotations are cut down to one year of didactic training and one year of rotations for most PA schools. I'm personally thankful for the decreased amount of time in training because getting out and being able to work is valuable and I can see the increase in autonomy as protective once a PA is done with training. There was an abstract presented at the 2016 AAPA or American Association for Physician Assistance conference in San Antonio, Texas that looked at burnout prevalence in PA students and identified variables contributing to burnout. Those include young age, clinical year, and having children at home during training. I definitely felt feelings of anxiety while I was on my away rotations during the months of August and September. I took time to meet with a DMU counselor while we were on our fall on-campus assessment in the middle of the two months to talk about these feelings and I was glad to have a time to express the difficulties I was facing while I was living and traveling on my own. One of the two months I was completely away from Iowa and I didn't even see my spouse and that was so hard. I can't imagine many more away rotations and having to pack up and move each month like some of my classmates are experiencing. I'm grateful I only have one other away rotation and it is near Orange City, the town I spent five years in during undergrad and the first year out of school. My spouse and I still have friends and family in the area and it feels like a home away from home. My experiences while I was on away rotations were wonderful but it was the lack of comfort and routine that had me feeling like I lacked control and led to me feeling very anxious when it came time to pack up and move from Mitchell, South Dakota to Marshall, Minnesota. This felt scary to share with classmates, but when we were all back on campus together in the fall, other people had been stressed out and we talked about how hard it is to move and have to figure things out in a new place where you were also being exposed to completely new subjects, patients, and trying to impress a preceptor you will only be with for two to four weeks. I thought I was the only person having those feelings. And to be with my people, the ones who kept me going during our grueling didactic year, and to talk about these struggles together was very encouraging. I found this interesting because in my experience, while I was very stressed and anxious about being gone on away rotations, the work itself is way more fun and less stressful than didactic year. It feels great knowing that I am now halfway through rotations and I'm learning so much by doing instead of just learning in the classroom. My studying is more focused on things I've seen and experienced, and I find I don't have to study every night, but rather I can experience and enjoy what I see day to day and allow myself room and time to grow. This film was very timely. Clearly, I was having these thoughts and problems with stress. And I was actually really encouraged as deep and sad as it was, it was also very hopeful. I was so glad that DMU showed it for the school and the community. It's important to educate and discuss these tragic, difficult things because leaving them alone is more destructive and dangerous long-term. Having dialogue about how stressful schooling is while at school is redemptive. The doctor featured in the documentary went to DMU, proving that this institution is not exempt, 
even though we may believe being in nice old Iowa has protective benefits. The problem was coming from inside this place as well. I was so proud of DMU for screening this documentary. Maybe other schools and institutions will do the same, and this talk about the ultimate consequences of burnout can be eradicated from the medical professions. Next time, we'll talk about burnout in the course of training and compare physician versus PA training in order to connect this documentary to our training as PAs. Thanks for listening, and remember, education and awareness are the first steps towards change in our own lives. Here's to living with purpose and fulfillment. Until next time, goodbye! views presented are those of this author alone and not those of Des Moines University. The song you hear at the beginning and end of this podcast is entitled Creative Days from Purple Planet Music. You might notice an interesting little time hop going on here for this episode. I initially wrote this episode sometime in September after the screening and after we had been on campus for our fall on-campus assessment. Of course, I'm posting it now in April, but I decided to keep the content the same, even though so much has changed by now, and I am again on an away rotation. So it's interesting to revisit this concept um, while being away. So just keep that in mind. It was originally recorded in December, but I had broken my microphone that I had previously. And so I recently got a new microphone and have now been going through and recording more. So um, just bear with me. There is again, a little bit of that time difference. So if you notice that, I'm sorry, but hope you enjoyed this episode.